Greetings, heroes. This is Hero Talk, the super conversations you need to hear. We're your hosts, Lucas Moore, and joining me is Andrew Benya and Andrew Moser. With great power must also come great responsibility. Uncle Ben Parker. Last time on Hero Talk, we talked about all things female heroes with our special guests, Mindy and Frankie from Adulting for Dummies. Now that we got their perspective, this week we're going to do something different. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. And here to help us do that are our guests. Hi, my name's Caleb, and I have the paper cut right in the middle of my finger. My name's Seth, and I have the Windows XP startup sound stuck in my head. And we're from Real Talk. We refix your favorite vlog blockbusters. Each week, Seth and I delve into different movies that we both enjoy, but are also a little bit flawed. Yeah, and we talk about what went wrong and how we could have fixed them. All right. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. shout out to my dudes, Caleb and Seth. Love those guys. Aw. Yeah, yeah, just last week we had Andrew Moser on our podcast where we talked about Black Panther. Looking forward to having you, uh, yeah. the the other Andrew, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Next to talk week. about uh, the MCU Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes, this, this is this is going to be a fun topic. We're yeah. going to carry yeah. over a little bit of this conversation, sort of, Yeah. over there, definitely. vice versa. It's, it's a great crossover, great crossover. Anyways, this is also Andrew Pena's episode. As we know, his favorite hero is Spider-Man. So let's start by asking you this. What are your three favorite versions of Spider-Man? Of uh, the three that exist. I mean, oh, there's a lot I more mean, than you, three. You can say there's a whole I lot know, more. I've, I've but played I mean, Shattered yeah. Dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think I'll just keep it super basic and simple. I got to go with Peter, Miles, and then uh, Miguel. Miguel, Miguel Rivera, 2099. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta love that little Mexican flavor in there. Gotta represent. <laughs> yeah, he's fun. I, yeah, I, I, really, I, I really like 2099. I'm excited yeah. for Oscar Isaac to hopefully portray him in Into the Spider Verse. I mean, two. well, did you see the oh, little yeah. uh, post credit scene at yeah. the end of the first? Yeah, the first I did. One? I, and I really liked it. I was hyped. I was like, ooh, yeah, yes, finally we're gonna get some some Mexican Spidey. One of one of my favorite uh, <laughs> Spider Man video games is Edge of Time. Oh yeah, and that has my two mm-hmm. favorite Spider Man with one of my favorite Spider Man voice actors uh, in it is uh, Josh Keaton. Josh Keaton. Uh, he played the Spectacular Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. 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 He played. He voiced the Amazing Spider-Man, and I'm not sure who voiced the 2099 Spider-Man in that game, but they, it was both of them in that mm-hmm. game. That's Together. one of my favorites, yeah. Speaking of Spectacular Spider-Man, I love that show. Oh, I dude. Mean, like, it was what? great. It was the greatest. I'm, I'm, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty disappointed that it you know, got canceled. Needed one more season. It, it would have been. It would have been great. Yeah. I thought for some, I think they might be trying to like, bring it back for a third season i i heard rumors about that i don't know like yeah but there are so many rumors about spider-man yeah, yeah there's, that is there's, true. there's probably about everything going on there yeah i mean um, let's move on seth do you have your top three favorite versions i mean spectacular spider-man okay it's got to mm-hmm. be in yeah. the top three it just had such a great mm-hmm. way of like tying all the villains uh in so that each one of them had a personal connection with peter and their motivations for not liking him grew so well out of out of that relationship yeah. with him. One of my favorite comic lines is Spider-Man Life Story. Okay. Uh, do you know that one? Kind of goes through as if Peter, a single Peter, had lived and aged through the entire Spider-Man uh, story arc from the 60s onward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like a 15-year-old in the 60s, and then it goes so ahead 10. Through. Yeah, it goes ahead 10 years. And all of the major things that have happened to him in the comics happened in that comic to just that single Peter. So like he did, he the, went through all of the, yeah, all he, those he had the, and... the clone saga, mm-hmm. the, the black suit, uh, Craven's last hunt, mm-hmm. uh, secret wars, all of that. 
happen to a single guy, and by the end of it, he's like this aging, still superhero, full um, of life. But he's got this all this PTSD, mm, and he's yeah. trying to. He's like a sixty-year-old man trying to train Miles. Um, at the end of it, that's one of my favorites. And then I, I would say that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is probably my favorite of the movie ones. Okay, that, that's fair. Yeah, fair. I think that those movies really understood like the theming of the "with great power comes great responsibility" better than any of the other movies. Okay, Andrew, do you, do you have your top three list? Couldn't agree more, Seth. Just saying that. All right, so my top three would be um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Okay, sorry. So no, <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man, wow. Spider-Man. This uh, is the easy list. That's yeah. my top three. My, um, Miles gets a. a Honorable mention for me, oh. by the way. Nice. He only recently kind of came into his own and stopped being just a different version of Peter. Mm. But uh, I really like where he's going now. So Sorry. No, 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 it's good. It's good. Uh, I liked uh, Tom McGuire's Spider-Man. Like the first Spider-Man, that was like the first one of me I had it like in VHS. And that's always <laughs> something I'm going uh, to keep in my memories. Uh, Miles Morales, of course. And then Andrew Garfield, um, Spider-Man. That's one of my favorite Spider-Mans. And so nice. Those are my top three. All right, all right. Um, I mean, we're, we'll talk more about the movies a little bit later. Is Caleb, it my turn to talk about vanilla ice cream. You y- you can go after Caleb. Caleb. All right. So something that I really like about Spider-Man, um, I like the versatility, like how he's just basically kind of an everyday guy and stuff. And yeah, he's like super smart and mm. whatnot. But uh, so. One movie actually had different versions of Spider-Man that I really liked, and I think you all know, Into the Spider-Verse. I yeah. love Definitely top-tier film. Peter yeah. Parker. Yes. I loved Peter B. Parker yeah. and Miles Morales. Like I liked the juxtaposition where you have this Spider-Man who's just been Spider-Man for a few years and this Spider-Man who's been doing it for like 20-something-odd yeah, years. Yeah, like basically his life. Yeah, yeah. His, his life. And you see the, like, you know, the giddiness of still being Spider-Man and someone who's a lot more... Uh, tired and kind of like is still been is still mm-hmm. yeah he's yeah. been through the ringer a bunch and also miles morales like that was that was my first real introduction to the character i'd read a few miles morales comics but that one was where i was like oh he's a three-dimensional guy and also the games where you have the spider-man ps4 game and then the spider-man miles morales did, did you get it did you ever play those did i i, I those? did play okay um, cool, cool those and i real i really liked the Peter Parker. I really like Peter Parker when he's not in high school. I like okay. it when he's college, young adult. I feel like it's something that's a little too overdone because it's easy to do like high school. And it's also, you know, you have your main demographic of Spider-Man. Yes, there's a lot of adults, but you're also going to be trying to sell toys to kids. So I understand why they constantly have him going back to high school and yada, yada. And But those were my three. Nice. I just want to pick up very quickly what Caleb said about uh, Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. The Peter, the Peter that was like, awesome, like who died? If you haven't seen the movie, seen the movie. But he <laughs> died super quick. But I was like amazed. I was like, oh, I want to know this Peter Parker's life because he has blonde hair mm-hmm. and he's like um, the amazing epic Spider-Man that people mm-hmm. loved in the yeah. city. And I was just like, I want to know more about him. And then you were talking about, uh, you said something else, but it was another Peter. That I was like, oh, oh, was- Peter B. Parker. Yes, and I was like, I enjoyed that as so much as well. And I was mm-hmm. like, but uh, I love how they did it in the yeah. movie. I would say that you know, I said that the Tobey Maguire Spider Man is my favorite. Yeah. I think that is my favorite like version of the character. Mm-hmm. But I think that of the movies, Into the Spider Verse was my favorite Spider Man movie in general. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's, yeah, I I actually 
I mentioned this on an earlier podcast, but I slept on the movie and I'm so upset with myself for doing that because <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was just an awkward time. It came out during Christmas and like, I don't know, I guess I was busy or something. You but saw it like whatever. three times in the theater. Yeah, I was I disappointed. It, I saw it twice. The two in the types theater. of people. I was people. disappointed. <laughs> but like eventually I went and bought it myself because like I need to see this movie. Yeah. Like, it just got to that point. So I bought it on iTunes and I was kind of a little mad because like a month later it comes out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wow, this, Although, is, this is really convenient. The, the Netflix version is slightly different. Really? It's not the oh. theatrical cut. The theatrical cut has a couple extra lines, uh, most noticeably right around the time when Miles makes his leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a line, uh, there's like a voiceover where Miles says, I, I can't be like you. Mm-hmm. And Peter says, well, and don't be like me, be like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then oh. he says, it's a leap of faith. As my, that's kind of one of the themes of the Miles PS5 games, because I have a shirt and it's like, uh, the original, I think the PS4 Spider-Man game had like be greater, yep. and then the Miles one is like be yourself. Yeah, no, I think that that uh, sort of thing about how Miles is like mm-hmm. growing past Peter yeah. and becoming a, a kind better, of out of the shadow, like, yeah, out of his shadow. I yeah, guess. I think that that's actually a big. In it's it's largely in response to the fan reaction to Miles from the comics because mm-hmm. Miles from the comics is actually basically just Peter Parker. And so there was a lot of... Control C, Control V. Right, yeah. His character was basically Peter Parker. He has the dead uncle who he was partially responsible for, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and he learned responsibility through that. And so a lot of people were mad because they killed off Peter Parker and then replaced him with, you know, what what was seen as like a a, a diversity uh, quota for like add a black Spider-Man. And it wouldn't... I don't think that the reaction would have been as strong if he had his own thing going on, but Mm -hmm. he really was just Peter Parker. And so I think that that has translated into a lot of stuff about Miles being about him not being Peter Parker and about how he's growing beyond uh, Peter's version of what Spider-Man should be. Yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of growth. I mean, considering, like, what, didn't he just get created, like, in 2012, I yeah. think, about then? Yeah, so, he's, the, so he's relatively young, yeah, comic book-wise. Yeah. And also something about the fact that I think Into the Spider-Verse really nails with Miles is that he, like, he still has, like, is he has a strong family unit to go back to, whereas Peter kind of, he just has Aunt May, maybe MJ. Um, but also, Miles is a lot more personable. Like, whenever you see that, just him walking down the street, talking with his old friends and stuff. Yeah. Like, I was like, man, this this kid, like, he, he'd be a cool guy to hang out with. Like, I, I'd actually like hanging out with this. And I think something you have to have with Spider-Man is you got to make him, like, you got to make him someone you want to see when you got to make him something or someone that kind you of likable yeah real really yeah, likable yeah. Mm. um yeah peter can fall into this trap of having the poor me's mm-hmm. you know yeah peter peter and it's earned you know mm-hmm. yeah life really does like screwing over peter parker that's sure. always that's 100%. always been a big part of spider-man but it can get a little bit Repetitive, repetitive yeah. to just have. Oh, poor Peter Parker. Poor, you know. Spider Man Two did that. Uh, a lot. And so, and so, it's nice to see Miles, who who hasn't experienced quite as much of that, but still uh, acts as the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think that it's it can be it's cool to have a more likable. It's not you don't just feel sorry for Miles. Yeah, you know. I would like to take that yeah. opportunity to jump in on the note of the poor me Peter Parker. That's a great platform for me to start talking about my number one favorite Spider Man. That is the Spider Man in the House of M. Comic line. Interesting. Okay. Because this is a Spider-Man where everything happened in his life. Lost, I think it was, I can't remember if it was MJ or Gwen Stacy in this timeline that he Mm -hmm. lost. He lost her. He lost his uncle. 
and he basically lived that life that we all know from the comics. Yeah. And in House of M, Scarlet Witch rewrote reality. Right. This is, uh, for those of you who don't know, House of M was yeah. recently adapted to the screen in WandaVision. Mm. Yes. Moderately. But it, it was it was House of M. It was MCU version of It was of House a smaller retelling. Y'all just did an episode on that on y'all's podcast. Am I right? Yeah, yes, we, did, we did, actually. You can so, check yeah. that check out. Real sure talk. to go check real that talk. out. There, a link, to their, check out their link pod, to their yes. podcast. Yeah, for sure. We'll be down below in the show notes. It's one of the podcasts I listen to. Anyways, you were talking... House of M. Uh, yeah. So he makes the discovery that this isn't real. This is the reality that Wanda has made. Mm-hmm. And he takes it upon himself to enforce the reality that is true over the reality that Wanda has created. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though it means that he would have yeah. to give up his perfect life. And that's yeah. where we get into the kind of what I mean when I say vanilla ice cream hero. He has a strong moral center. He has his codes. But above all, he is altruistic. Right. He is willing to give up everything that affects him for the perseverance of others. Right, yeah. That's something that I really liked about the Spectacular Spider-Man mm-hmm. TV show yeah. was it nailed the responsibility aspect of Spider-Man. There's a part where um, it wasn't Kingpin, it was Tombstone. Uh, Kingpin wasn't in this uh, comic cartoon. But Tombstone offers Peter a job and offers to pay him to still be a hero, but to look the other way whenever Tombstone's men are doing something. Like, whenever Mm. I'm doing something, you just don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And Peter Mm. really wants to do it because it would solve a lot of problems for him. He wouldn't have to fight villains. He would only have to worry about street crime. Uh, He would get paid for it. He wouldn't have to worry about people coming after his loved ones. And then he remembers what happened with Uncle Ben and says, I can never look the other way again. Uh Yeah. That's very good morals. Which actually brought me to number two on point. And then I have to go from, we've already talked about that Spider-Man enough to go to number one, who we've also talked about enough, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, the Spider-Man I grew up with, Spider-Man birthday party when I was a kid. Same. Spider-Man 2. If you didn't have one as a kid, I'd feel sorry for you. It's okay. We still love you. That was my eighth birthday. We still love you. It was like my second birthday. Got the the first two movies on DVD. Yeah. That was a good feeling. I had the original Spider-Man movie, the first one on the P- PSP UMD video. <laughs> oh, I watched yes. that thing on here, my little PSP. It was, yeah. was great. I loved it. So wait, was that your number one or number two? That's my number one. My number two was Spectacular Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Because they nail the character mm-hmm. of Spider-Man on another level. Yeah. I love Miles Morales so much now that he's coming into his own character. Mm-hmm. Like Seth said. But we don't need to beat the dead horse. We need to move on to the next topic. All right. So, I mean, we've kind of already teased it a little bit. Y'all mentioned a few of them in your favorites list. But let's start off with Seth. Seth, who is who has the best and worst, I mean, ranked them best to worst Spider-Man movies you want- from Toby, Andrew, and Tom? Okay. So there are seven movies out there. Do you want my actual ranking of the seven? Or do you or want me j- to just-, just the... Like their the movies, the, the actors' movies, the ones like say maybe like Tom, Andrew, Toby, or Toby, Andrew, okay. Tom. You know, I think that they all have something redeemable about them. Oh, for sure. I, th- I like, think that yeah. Andrew was a very different take on Spider-Man. I know a lot of people say that he was the perfect Spider-Man just because he told jokes, but the actual character arc that he went on was so different from the classic Spider-Man arc, mm-hmm. where he was out for vengeance and he created his costume and persona in order to pursue that. 
and then had to realize that like he could be helping people instead. And mm-hmm. then he realizes what Uncle Ben meant about great power, great responsibility. Um, and so I think that, you know, to, to compare that to Tobey Maguire, which is just Spider-Man played straight, you know, yeah. is a little bit unfair because they're trying to do different things. For sure. I mean, they all have different yeah. goals. I personally, my favorite of the of those three is probably the first Tobey Maguire movie. Okay. Um, just because it's mm-hmm. a perfect like construction of what Spider-Man should be. Yes, he doesn't tell jokes, but that's only a very small aspect of Spider-Man. In fact, one of the comics even says he only tells jokes because he's so scared whenever he's fighting. Yeah. Um, he, Spider-Man doesn't have to tell jokes in order to be Spider-Man. Um, I will say I really like what they're doing with Tom Holland, Spider-Man, yeah. uh, starting with Far From Home. I don't like him as Iron Man Jr. And so in Homecoming? To, yeah, in Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, he went for being able to take down both Falcon and the Winter Soldier single-handedly and to fight toe-to-toe with Cap to suddenly not being able to swing from a building that's too far away, you know, with Homecoming. And so I think that uh, I really like how he's, mm. he's kind of coming into his own in the same way that we talked about Miles doing. I would say that my favorites are Spider-Man 1 and 2 from Tobey Maguire. OG, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, The Amazing Spider-Man are my, the, the first Amazing Spider-Man. I think those are my favorite of the movies. Okay, Andrew? Um, yeah, Sp- unlike I did. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Because uh, <laughs> oh, basically good. your points are basically like almost my points. My your podcast nev- is, the top, is just talking about movies. Right. So. <laughs> and so my top is uh, Tobey Maguire. Um, did I say the name right? Yeah, Tobey Maguire. Maguire. All right, cool, yeah. sweet. I'm making sure because I don't want to make it worse. Um, only because I'm just super biased. My the first Spider-Man movie, I enjoyed it so much because there's slow motion effects. Like Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man, I enjoy that so much with their slow motion effects, how they do it, how they show Spider-Man in um, slow motion time. When I first saw Tom Holland Spider-Man, I was I was it was great. The first movie was great, but I was like, wow, this movie had zero slow motion effects. So to that point, I was like, oh, cool. And then like same what you said is like Spider-Man, like Iron Man Junior. I didn't like I didn't like that first and the second movie, but I understand why they did that. Um, so Tommy McGuire will be my top, and I really enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man two with Andrew, and then Tom Holland's my my last. So basically, you and Seth have the same list, sort of. Okay, let's, let's let's go to Caleb. So the best one, in my opinion, is Into the Spider Verse. But we're talking about live action. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Into the Spider Verse is on that, the table. If you were to include that, that list would cha- or list would change for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna personally say that. Andrew is my favorite uh, Spider-Man. Like, okay. I, I like it's his... interesting take. Yeah, I liked yeah. his arc. Like, I loved how they did web swinging with him and stuff. Because, And you know what? This is going to be a hot take that Andrew and I are going to talk about uh, in one of our next upcoming episodes. Tom Holland's oh, yeah. my least favorite Spider-Man. Um, uh, if, you guys have, if you guys want to talk to Caleb about that, his Instagram is Caleb... <laughs> Caleb Garrison two four six zero one. No, we we were used to dealing with people who <laughs> hate certain versions of Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, right here, guys. It's, we have well, a guy named Lucas on our podcast. If you I haven't Lucas. heard of him, so <laughs> but the, th- the thing, uh, so I would go like, um, what was I say? Andrew, Toby, and Tom, uh, because I like Toby. I just some some of the lines that he's given, and I get that they're kind of cheesy and stuff, and the stuff, but also just like, who am I? Are you sure you want to know? <laughs> I had to beat an old lady with a stick to get these cranberries. <laughs> so th- that would be um, my list. All right. Um, before we go to Lucas's, you know, trash <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yes. Trash opinion. Correct. I'm going to give my quick list. All right. uh, mine's probably, none of y'all will probably agree with, but I like Tom the best, but I feel like it's just because biases 
him being the MCU. This mm. is why you're coming on to our podcast. Yeah, exactly. You, you yeah. and Caleb are going to duke it out on Real Talk. Yeah, yeah. That, it's 100% fine. I'm looking forward to that episode. But like like I've been saying like in the past couple podcasts, like I don't know, just growing up with MCU and finally seeing Spider-Man be able to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just love Tom. I just love his attitude and yeah. mixture of all the things he does. Okay, so I'm just going to say this. I'm get, So credit due to Civil War. When Spider-Man first came out and seeing mm. the new Spider-Man, I was all hype and I was like, yes. Mm. I loved I, him I in loved Civil it. War. Right. But Homecoming just kind of... Homecoming backpedaled a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of was like uh, Civil War was like, man, this is the greatest thing. And then Homecoming was a little bit of a wet fart. Ooh. Mm, interesting. That, that's very descriptive that's the, that's and accurate. That's a scorching hot take. We, we will definitely be talking about this on your podcast. I think MCU Spidey has the op, has the ability to be really good. I don't think he's quite there yet, but I do think he he could be uh, if, if given enough time and enough movies. Yeah, I'm yeah. really scared that they're going to mess him up in like, third later one? on. Yeah, in the third one. We should talk about the potential for these three to have a crossover. After Lucas, oh, after yeah. Lucas gives his yeah, last for sure. here, we should so, talk about this. So let, let, we'll get right back to that. Just let me give the rest of my two. I'd probably go with Toby second because, like, I, everyone, I grew up on that too. I was like two, three, whatever, but I grew up watching those. And then third would be Andrew. I mean, not that he's bad or anything. Just that's just my list. My yeah, yeah. it's like pizza. When it's yeah. good, it's really good. When it's bad, it's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's still good. Shout out to Little Caesars. <laughs> and also that guy Andrew he has such a great name not a sponsor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. alright let, let's go to we don't get sponsored we just let's go products. to this very questionable opinion oh this very questionable opinion you say Lucas I'll have you know Lucas. it is basically the same as yours oh right. never mind. I take it back top three really yes interesting here's the thing I did I not expect like this Andrew Garfield because I had a hard time believing him as the nerdy awkward Peter Parker okay maybe that's because I just grew up watching Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man yeah, I and mean, I think he was the better. He's the best, like Peter Parker we have. Toby. Yes. Yeah. In terms of the feeling of awkwardness, which I could relate to as a kid, we had Spider Man Three, which happened, but it's still <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> Spider Man movies. It's I still, still one of my watch favorites. it. I mean, Spider Man Three is fantastic if you only pay yeah. attention to Sandman. Exactly. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly. As long as you turn a blind eye to Goblin Junior and uh, Venom. Yeah. It's a great movie. They definitely tried to do a little bit too much, and it just didn't work see. out. And that, that's when we'll get back into this a little bit later. But that's Caleb, what I'm scared they're going to be doing in we, this next Caleb, Tom Holland we, movie. Yeah, Caleb, we should talk about uh, Spider-Man Three on Real Talk. Oh, we should talk about because each villain in Spider-Man Three has enough like emotional weight mm-hmm. to carry their own movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so okay, I should well, definitely consider we'll, that. We'll, uh, we'll may- be making some changes to our release schedule. Yeah, <laughs> Lucas, let's go to number two. To Anyways, yeah. My number two is the Spider-Man I grew up with, Tobey Maguire. Okay. So I see we have the same list. Kind of going into this weird state with it where I feel like Andrew Garfield was an overcorrection to Tobey Maguire's. Who felt like he was a nerd. Yes. And that's like his first and foremost character trait they had for him. Followed by responsibility. I always kind of felt like Andrew... Like he he was the cool guy, but he was also I felt like he was thank trying you. really. Thank you, thank you. Oh, we, yeah, we appreciate yeah. that. Definitely talking about you guys and not yes. Andrew Garfield. Great name, great um, name. Yep. I always felt like you know Andrew. Yes, Andrew was a was a more cool Peter Parker. I always got yep. the sense that it was all an act though. Oh, it was in the movies. Yeah, he was. I, I can get those. He, vibes. he was trying to be cool and and like succeeding, but it wasn't like his actual nature to be like that. I kind of got the 
confident nerd vibe. Yeah. Where there's a little bit of nerd, but it's completely overshadowed by his amount of confidence he has compared to the original Peter Parker. That I say original in quotes, but it's one I grew up with. Yeah. You know, there was this um, saying that oh, I forgot how it used to go. Is it that Toby With was great the power best? Comes great no. responsibility. <laughs> I, hate that. That. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. What, and what I, is it again? I will is walk it? out if you say it right now. Uh, help me say it. Help me say it. <laughs> okay. Toby was the best Peter. Andrew was the best Spider-Man. Tom is the best mix of both. Okay, you're not yeah. original yeah, that. if you post that, that on Twitter. Oh, that, no. that has been so, that so many said. people have said It is that. more vanilla ice cream than Spider-Man himself. Yeah. Which is why I'm going to say it. <laughs> so now that we're done Let's with Lucas's... Let's that next topic. Yeah. yeah Lucas's top three basically the same as mine. I have nothing I'm, original. I'm sorry for we saying your opinion was trash. Yeah. But yeah, let's go it back was. into some expectations for No Way Home. I am terrified that Tom is going to be Spider-Man Jr. again. Again? With Doctor Strange? he has just gotten out mm-hmm. from under Tony's shadow yeah. with Far From Home. Yeah. He has just become his own thing. Yeah. And now we're talking about bringing in Doctor Strange and Toby and Andrew Garfield. Uh, and I'm afraid that he's going to be put back into that. I'm afraid that Marvel saw uh, Into the yeah. Spider-Verse. And, and they were like, we can do that. Not, yeah. not considering the fact that they've already had four movies, five movies that he's been in, where he's been growing out of that yeah. into his own. You see, and that's the thing that really scared me because like on social media, like when these rumors started popping up, everyone was like, Oh yeah, I'm excited. This is gonna be great. The best yeah. movie ever. I'm like, do you guys remember Spider-Man three? Yeah, but thematically, would that yeah. work for the it's, character? Like, you have so many characters at that point because we already have like possibly Tobey Maguire, possibly Andrew Garfield. We have Jamie Fox. We have they Alfred have so Molina. Much going on. So much is going I mean, on. Not even just those three Spider-Man. Yeah, it like yeah. potentially. I mean, because we don't know Doctor for Strange sure. But like, they're that. even setting up a Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah. Through all these. So this is my question then. So would it make sense for them to do like a three-hour movie with this? Like a three-hour movie? Well, what I'm hoping is that if Andrew and Toby are in it, that they're going to be in sort of the same role as like Spider-Man Noir Mm. and Spider-Ham and Penny Parker from Into the Spider-Verse, where they aren't aren't super important to the plot. But they were there. But they're there. I I don't want them to just be cameos because I think that would... I I, I want my fix. That would be worse. I want my my fix of classic Spider-Man. We want our fan service. Yeah, we want that. I just don't want them to really like have an effect on... uh, Tom Holland, Peter's and you arc. see, because there's gonna, there's gonna be a balance point because if they do what you said and like cameo only, mm-hmm. the fans are like it's gotten so much to the point with all these rumors that if fans don't get that right. and they only get a cameo, they're gonna be upset. Yeah, yeah, they're so gonna I, be I, kind I, of outraged. I, th- I think there's a, a world in which this is a really good movie where mm-hmm. they where they have more than a cameo, but I don't think that world includes them being major components to the plot. Yeah. yeah. You see, and my, my first initial reaction was like, this is too soon. Like, yeah. I was like, mm. yeah, don't do Spider-Verse until you have well established the character. That yeah. should be like phase five. Because there's the like so much going on. Like I even heard that there was a, a casting audition for Miles. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for Peter, this movie. Peter's still in high school. Why exactly. Are you, why are you why introducing like, Miles? So like, I don't know what's going to happen. Because, okay, so spoilers if you don't want to hear this, but basically the auditions apparently in the tape where they're saying the audition for Miles involved them reacting to their Spider-Man dying mm. in their world. So it wouldn't be the Miles uh, from okay. this world. It'd I be see. another yeah. Miles from another world. I, I, I could enjoy that. I think um, if also if they wanted to establish Miles as a character mm-hmm. in the MCU, 
um, but not make him Spider-Man until much later. Yeah, I, think. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there's there's seeds, like, there's seeds like, planted. Yeah, like the like the little kid who blew up one of the Iron Man things in Iron Man Two. Turn yeah. it like, and they were like, "Oh, that was Peter Parker." If they like introduced this like ten year old kid named Miles with the plan to make him uh, into Spider-Man like fifteen years later, then then that would I think that that would work. But I think it's too soon to have Miles. Yeah. Uh, ultimate so, Spider-Man. W- would you maybe say like let let Tom finish his college trilogy maybe if they get to do that and then maybe in his adult trilogies maybe then introduce the younger Miles? Yeah. Yeah. Or do it in like an alternate world. Another world. Is yeah. Tom Holland ever going to age? That's my question. Will he? Uh, yeah. No, man. That, that no. That guy's no, they're giving him some sort of pill that yeah, makes it, <laughs> turns him into baby. Yeah. He's baby Tom Holland. He's baby the side, One of the side effects is that he always looks like he's hiding a frog in his mouth. But one thing I did like, though, is that on with Tom's movies, that they did bring like a different villain with Mysterio and Far From Home. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I appreciated that. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like... If we're talking yeah. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. my, my list stands as it was. If yeah. we're talking villains... MCU villains all the way, yeah. Except for maybe Doctor Octopus, but yeah. like Alfred Marina, Alfred Mo- Molina as mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Octopus was great. But I yeah. loved Vulture and Mysterio. Yeah, Michael Keaton himself. Yeah, the Michael only th- Keaton. The oh, only man. thing I didn't like about uh, Vulture and um, Mysterio was the fact that they were both tied to Tony Stark. I um no, but and it just kind of like took a little bit away from Peter trying to get out of Tony's shadow because he's fighting mm-hmm. these problems. But you could also have the interesting dynamic where it's not Peter's job to f- fight off Tony's, like the people who are scorned by Tony. Yeah. Um, and he could be like, you know, the, I I have nothing to do with these people. They're just coming after me because of my association with Tony Stark. So, but that that's that's all. I it, kind of, it kind of has the, what I call the, Deku feel to it from My oh Hero boy. Academia. I'm surprised he hasn't mentioned where, this guy. Here we go. Oh no, I'm not going to mention you know who. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, you're not going to drink any water on this episode. We have this ongoing thing where if he says Bakugo and I say Spider Man, our audience takes a drink of water. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to make them drink water today. Well, that, that's but yes. good because you keep your audience hydrated. We should have that. Uh, yes. We should Bakugo, have that for me and Brandon yes. Sanderson. This is on the list of reasons why Bakugo is better than better than Deku, and it's that Deku feels like a side character. Of Take his a own drink. Story. There you go. There you Take go. the drink. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Even on our Spider-Man episode, mm, he yep. brings it in somehow. But yes, it feels like he's almost just catching strays from people that are after All Might or after someone else. For the first, like, three seasons, it's yeah. just him, stuff happening to him because people are after someone else. Mm. Yeah. It's a good and he point. just happens to be there. And that's kind of what this Spider-Man has felt like for a bit. Yeah. All right. So let's do a super quick answer. Let's go a favorite Spider-Man speed crossover. Run. Yeah, speedrun. Lucas, you ready? This includes comics? Absolutely. Anywhere. 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 Uh, I can't remember which I can't remember which Spider-Man. I think it's Spectacular Spider-Man. The crossover with Deadpool. Okay. Was that in Spectacular or was it a different one? I'm thinking. That was Ultimate. Ultimate, yes. So you're going comic book wise? TV show. Okay, TV, TV show. show. But yes, there's Disney a crossover XD. with Deadpool yeah. and he mm-hmm. says and Deadpool comes on and he's after the initial like introductions, he says, I need to find a way to unalive them. Yeah. And he's like, wait, kill? And he's like, No, 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 you can't say the K word. It's kind of a tick. Yeah. All right. Let's go, Caleb. Um, I really liked uh, the comic book. I forget which one it is, but it's the one where 
Spider-Man goes into an alternate dimension, and that's where he gets like the Venom symbiote uh, okay. costume and Secret whatever. Wars. Yeah, the Secret yeah. War- and he comes back, and there's also a really good comic where he's just come back and he's like um, wearing the suit and just kind of paying bills and doing all that stuff that I really like to really humanize. If I name that comic where he comes back, will you buy me like lunch? No, because I know what it is. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What if he don't names tease it? Don't tease him, my best. Don't tease him. I know what it is. It's Craven's Last Hunt. Right. Yeah. And so, now he's going to buy both of us lunch then. No, I'm good. My, my favorite crossover is um, actually with the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. With I love, Johnny Storm. I love the, oh, this, the, 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 like the very Bagman. first. The very first. The, the Bagman. Oh, that's right. After he gets rid mm-hmm. of the black suit. Yeah, the Bagman yeah. run. And yeah. then I also like when he's technically with their future foundation. Mm-hmm. When they're there. When that one too. When. Yeah, when you uh, when, when Johnny you said, dies, right? I think when yeah. Johnny dies. Yeah, when you said the Fantastic Four, I thought you meant the very first mm-hmm. the Spider-Man very first comic, yeah, where he tries yeah. to join them and then ends up beating He's them like, all up. What? <laughs> and, <laughs> and anything then he really? Out, and then he finds out that they don't pay. And, and, and he's like, well, screw this. I mean, like anything with Fantastic Four slash Future Foundation, oh, yeah. that, that's the crossover I was referring to, like crossovers, yeah. I guess, multiple. Uh, Spider-Man's such a high school student sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we're assuming that like Spider-Verse is a given. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah that, that's given. That's given. Yeah. Um, I, I'd probably say Edge of Time. That's a good one. Um, just like that that video game with uh, twenty ninety nine and amazing mm. had my favorite voice actors. Yeah. Uh, another one is there was a there was a brief stint where he teamed up with Deadpool in the comics and yeah. it he kind of got Deadpool to leave the jokester persona and actually mm. talk to him like and emotionally got him to open up and that mm. was some of the best Deadpool stuff that's yes. ever happened. Also, so. whenever Deadpool takes up the Spider Man mantle real quick so Peter can have like a day off or something like oh, that, yeah. he does everything <laughs> yeah. his way. Also, the the Gwenpool comic. Yeah. Uh, when she meets Miles, uh, mm. that Gwenpool comic is fantastic. Okay, so mine is uh, basically Spider-Man versus Wolverine, uh, that TV show mm. episode. That's the one that I really enjoy. Yeah. You see, I was gonna go with that one, but I was like, mm, nah, I'll go with Fantastic Four. But that, and, and, that was even, the one where the they X-Men switch bodies, cool. right? Oh, there is that one where there they is the bodies. one where they switch bodies. Yeah, the, he switches bodies a lot. Yeah, he, he does. Whether this, whether via like does. cloning or with uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, when Doc, Doc Ock took over. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. Does a lot of that. Well, yeah, but sadly, guys, this is gonna have to be the end of the show. Didn't but, yeah, even get to cause... talk about Brian Michael Bendis's new comics that he's yeah. writing. Yeah. There's so much more we could have gone into. If you want to hear more, yeah. for sure, check go check out Real Talk. Aww. Or we can Aww. also have them back on for a future episode. Just let us know. That. Let us know down below in the comments. Spider Man Part Two. Yeah, yeah Spider-Man, Spider-Man Part Two. Part two. I mean, I there's, love to there's, a lot of there's trilogies everywhere. We might have a trilogy. I don't a know. Trilogy of Spider Man episodes. I do like. Oh that. man, that, wait. If we do the trilogy, Gotta can be I get quiet a about episode? it? Warner Brothers looking for new franchises. We'll see. We'll see. But anyways, yeah. yeah just thanks for being our guest, guys. Shout out to y'all's podcast again. Real talk. A link will be in the show notes below to their podcast. And be on the lookout for me crossing over on theirs. Yeah. Andrew already crossed over. Yeah. We loved having him on. Oh, yeah. yeah it was great. great. Yeah. yeah. Love being on here. Love all you guys. We love, love you. you guys so much. <laughs> Whether Andrew and Andrew do, we love you. Um, <laughs> they don't have a choice. All right. Yeah. All right. And then now on to a Lucas summary. Okay. So to summarize the podcast we had today, we had our guests, Caleb and Seth from Real Talk. Please check out their podcast. And we talked about all things Spider-Man today. Our favorite versions of Spider-Man, who has the best movie incarnation between Toby, Andrew, and Tom. And Andrew and I gave the correct opinion. Everyone else was wrong. For once. Yeah. 
we agreed. But I just want to say this. Andrew, your opinion wasn't correct. I think mine was wrong is what I'm going to go with, just so you can't oh be right. Goodness. And then we talked about our favorite Spider-Man crossovers, which in a universe where everyone's always crossing over with other intellectual properties, it's weird to see all of us bring up stuff from the Marvel Universe that is never a main focus of the shows or involvements. This is true. We chose some very out there crossovers, but I'm proud of what we chose. I think so. I think we did good. So, yeah. If you like Spider-Man and you think we need to talk about more things Spider-Man, please let us know in the review section. And if you want that Bakugo episode, just say so. Because oh I will goodness. force Stop, them to Lucas. do it. Stop, Lucas. You don't have a choice in the matter. So, yeah. That concludes our podcast. Next week, we're going to be playing a little game. Overrated or underrated? And we're going to be discussing different superheroes and maybe some of your favorites. Tune in to find out. Also, be sure to check out our show notes for social media, other episodes of the podcast, and one last shout out to our guests at Real Talk. Check them out. Welcome to Hero Talk. 